0: Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero. I come to you every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas in an effort to help you make more money. In the studio with me today, I've got Preston. Preston is in charge of our video production. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm good. Doing good today. Good. Good today? Not
0: every day? Just today? Most days. Most days. Dude, you got a good attitude. Most days you are doing right. We're talking today, my friend, about this concept of superpower. Superpower. How do you even know whether you have a superpower? Do you think you have a superpower? I think I have a superpower. Yes. I and what is it? You have a few. I think I have a few. And I what is your superpower?
1: Um, I think I have a talent for thinking about things and being able to back off and see the big picture. Mm. I think that's my, my biggest talent. And I've used that to, uh, to improve my video skills. Um, I've used that to improve my audio editing skills and as well, I've, I've used it in business Mm. to invent new ideas and to come up with better ways of doing things.
0: Well, we're going to get into what you've been doing on the side here, your moonlighting job, because I think it's very cool. And I do think it does play to your superpower. And I actually think Preston has a, a product that he is manufacturing and selling that I actually think has a chance to solve a major problem in the world and make you really rich. I think so, too. The problem with superpowers is we don't even know how to find out if we have a superpower. And and that in itself keeps people from really understanding, do they have a superpower? In today's show, I'm actually going to give you the opportunity to figure out how you find your superpower. I'm going to share the results of the test that I took, and I'm going to give you the names of the companies that you have to go to to take your superpower test. But the first and foremost, do you really need to know what your superpower is? I mean, can't you just go through life without knowing what your superpower is? Um, and what happens if you never find out what your superpower is? What's the end result? So, Preston, did you know that you were actually looking for your superpower?
1: I'm not sure. It's, uh, it's been kind of a, a thing that I've just started to build on and recognize that, hey, I'm good at this thing, but I'm not but, good at this thing.
0: But did you even know that that was called a superpower?
1: Oh, no. I first heard that when I was here, working here. I was able to hear the superpower. Uh, before that, I had never heard it said that way.
0: So it could be a core strength, a core competency. There's a number, I suppose, definitions for it. But I, I have my own specific definition of a superpower, which is it's literally the one or two things that you should spend nothing else other than those one or two things on. Now, many moms may have a superpower at being a mom, right? Oh, yeah. And so the challenge that a lot of moms have is that their superpower is being a mom, but they actually have to go into the marketplace and work to pay some of the bills. That makes working in your superpower very, very difficult. And a lot of women are challenged in the marketplace because they know that they'd rather be home with their children. They're better at home with their children than they are at work. But the financial situation doesn't allow them to um, to play to their superpower all the time. So they got to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's not just with women who deal with it. Men deal with it, too. They're in jobs that are not the right superpower for them. But they put themselves in a position where they got big bills and they don't have the ability to exit it. So they end up living a life of activity that doesn't connect to their superpower. And I personally think that's an unfortunate way to live. I don't want you to live like that. I want people to play to their superpower. And there's a huge problem when you play to your superpower. Do you know what that problem is, Preston? What's the problem? Well, we talked about it in our morning scrum this morning. By the way, for the audience listening, uh, Mondays, 9.30 a.m. in my office, we do what's called the CFF morning scrum. We get everybody together, the entire company, and we sit around and we talk about some concepts, some activities for the week today today. Uh, every Monday, we go over the numbers from the previous week. We issue awards to the winners, the people who really hit their number and did great. Um, and then we plan who's coming to visit us for this week, who's out of the office, who's traveling, all that stuff. Today, we launched a potluck on Friday, but you might think that might sound a little bit silly, but the reality is that stuff is very, very meaningful in your organization. It's part of your company culture, and everybody needs to be aware of it. So if you're listening and you run a department or a company Or maybe even if it's just yourself, you need to create a scrum session. That's a once a day or once a week sit down where everybody in the organization gets together and strategizes and celebrates the previous week and what's going on this week. Let's get back to the superpower thing. Do you know what the problem is when you find your superpower? If I remember correctly from this morning, we talked about
1: how people can be jealous. They can be mad at you. People can be offended that you're only doing the things
0: that you want to do. So let's give a real-life scenario. Now, you are married with two children. That's correct. Your wife does not work, right? No, she does not. Nor does mine. So let's talk about it. Sometimes I go home and my wife gets mad at me because she thinks that all I'm doing is having fun all day, right? She's got to deal with the kids, the stress of the house, the drama of the kids, the relationships between the moms, the relationships between the, the girls and the boys and the boys and the girls. And she thinks that's very stressful to her, and yet I get to come into my office and do nothing but play and have fun.
1: Sounds funny, but uh, my wife is the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you, you have to do to, to recognize that you're playing to your superpower will often be construed as you being a selfish person. And you got to figure out how you're going to deal with that, because when people – are not playing to their superpower. They think that life is filled with ups and downs, with chicken and feathers, that, that you can't be too happy because the shoe's going to drop. Something is going to come in the way and, uh, and the next bottom is going to fall out. So they live in this just very narrow band of happiness. And I'm challenging the audience and, and to think about it in this regard. There's nothing wrong with you playing solely to your superpower. So let me give you an example of what a superpower is. I am I have a superpower with numbers and sales. In other words, I can smell a deal instantaneously and I know how much money there is in that transaction. I just know it in the very first phone call. I can smell it that there is an opportunity to do business with this person. And if there is an opportunity, how much money that's going to make me. I just have a superpower for that. And so my business is created around that. I know deals, and I know how much money we're going to make on those deals. But guess what? If I'm only playing in that arena, you know it doesn't happen? Company culture goes by the wayside. Organization goes by the wayside. Expectations go by the wayside. And you end up being a Superman, and you end up doing all of it yourself. And so a key to a superpower is the ability to find other people's superpower in them Bring them into your world. And so you're surrounded with only people who play super. For example, our controller, Monica, she has a superpower to accounting. I think Monica's a great person. She's got four kids. I think she's a great mom, all that stuff. But in my world, she has a superpower towards accounting. I want Monica on my team. We have Sarah, who's our senior project manager. Sarah is not a good manager. She does not manage people well. She is a bull in a china shop. She runs buckshot over people. She just she has such high expectations for everyone that works for her that she often, if she's not careful, can run people off. But guess what? I don't have her in that job. She's my senior project manager. She has a superpower at putting pieces of puzzles together. She can take complex problems, whiteboard them, scope them, think them through, and produce an exceptional example. But that's only in the last year that I have her in that job. You know what I had her in before? My operations manager. And she ran buckshot over people. Mm -hmm. And she pissed people off. And she made people unhappy. She made herself unhappy. Why? Because she wasn't playing to her superpower. So the ability to find your superpower and find recognize superpowers in others is how you build great teams. You build great marriages. You build great companies that way. So I want to give the audience a couple strategies. Now, Preston, I have not shared these with you, so I'm interested if you might go and take these tests. There are okay. two places that you can go to literally take your strength finder test. I'm going to give you the domain names right now. The first one, which you can take for free, is called high5test.com, high testcom and so if you're listening to the podcast, make a note, high5test.com. It's free. It's a 100 questions, and it's going to spit out your top five superpowers. If you want to go a step further and pay 19 bucks, I really would recommend you take this one, gallup, G-A-L-L-U-P, strengthscenter.com, gallupsstrengthscenter.com. That's strengths with an s.com it's going to cost you $19.99 and you're going to take a test and it's going to produce your f- top five strengths. And so when I took the Gallup Strengths, I've taken both tests, but the one I like the most is the Gallup Strengths Center. It spit out my top five superpowers. Here they are. Number one, futuristic. Number two, activator. Number three, self-assurance. Number four, command. And number five, individualation, individualation, individualization. In other words, I like to be alone. I'm confident in myself. I can see the future. I get shit done. I'm self-assured and I'm not afraid to take command. I think those are some of my superpowers. And so you've got to put yourself in a position to play to those superpowers. What do you think your test would say, buddy, if you took it?
1: Oh man, I'd have to see the list of... Uh of things that I'd get. I think futuristic would show up in there. Yep. Uh, and then I'm not sure about the rest. I'd have to check it out. Activator, not sure because, you know, sometimes I can be lazy. Mm-hmm. Um Self-assurance. I think I have would that. say that. I could say self-assurance. Yep. I've got that. Um I'd have to see the rest. I really would.
0: I think individualization, it would be on there for you, too. You don't mind playing by yourself? Probably, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then I took the high five test. And it came up with these top five superpowers. Number one, optimist. Number two, strategist. Number three, coach. Number four, catalyst. And number five, deliverer. Boy, I like those too, man. So if you looked at mine, what you end up coming up with is I better be in a position of leadership. I mean, I kind of got to lead a team to play to a superpower. If these are my top five, and, and they're pretty similar between both tests, I need to be the boss. We go a step further in our company and we take what's called a predictive index. I'm going to offer something to the audience. I buy the unlimited package of these personality tests and I'm going to allow you to email me at mmonero at cffnationwide.com. That's mmonero at cffnationwide.com. If you send me an email that says, I subscribe to your podcast, please send me the predictive index. I'm going to send you a link to the predictive index test. The whole test is going to take you five minutes, and you'll you'll submit. We will get the results, and I will email you the results. The whole thing might take a day. Give me a day to get the whole thing back to you. And it will tell you what your predictive index is, in other words, who you are. Now, the predictive index company says they're 87% accurate. We think they're 95% accurate in our office, and everyone in the company has taken one. Have you taken one? I haven't. We need to get you. Yeah. Everybody else other than Preston has taken one in the office and we've shared the results. Why? Because if I'm a freakazoid on the A scale and my operations manager is a freakazoid on the D scale, we need to understand that. Otherwise, we're going to butt heads. I'm going to come at them like an A. They're going to come at me like a D. There's no, don't don't use your um, high school grading to it. There's uh, An A is not better than a D. They're just representative of certain superpowers. And I'm going to be a a bull in a China China shop and run buckshot over that D. And that D is going to be ridiculously structured and focused on dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And if we don't know that I'm an A and he or she is a D, we're going to be combative to each other. They're just two completely different personality types. Oh yeah. But guess what? I don't want an A in my accounting department. I want a D in my – I want a super high D. That means they're – structured, attention to detail. They dot the I's. They cross the T's. They play by the rules. They don't bend the rules. It's black or white. I want that person in my accounting department. This reminds me
1: of a concept in The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. He talks about the mastermind group, and he he talks about assembling a team of people who are experts in their own field or are really good at what they do. And together, you become more powerful than any individual with his superpower.
0: Dude, that book is so unbelievable. It's so true because we think that we cannot play to our superpower, that we need to be a jack of all trades. And I'm telling you, you will become a master of none. I would rather have you be a master of one or two things than a a generalist on all kinds. We built the entire company around this strategy, right? We finance in four industries, trucking, towing, construction, and moving for A-credit customers who buy used equipment. I mean, we've taken it to the nth degree. So if you've got lousy credit, we don't finance you. If you are buying medical equipment, we don't finance you. We aren't experts in that space. Then we've gone a step further and created our mission statement around that that says CFF exists to help our clients and ourselves reach our full potential through expertise, expectations, and gratitude. I only want to work with experts. And you can't be an expert unless you understand what your superpower is. So I challenge everyone, take these three tests. The first one, again, go to high testcom That's free. Go to gallupstrengthcenter.com. That's 20 bucks. Or email me, mmonero at cffnationwide.com. Tell me that you subscribe to the podcast and ask me for the predictive index link. I will send you the link, you'll take the test, and then I will forward you the results when they come into our office, okay? We pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year to have access to that test, and I'm giving it away to you free because I want you to find your superpower and I also want you to get benefit from listening to me. All right. So do those three things so you can start to figure out your superpower. Now, who do you know, Preston, who who operates and they don't know what their superpower is?
1: I think that most people don't know what their superpower is.
0: Well, your father's a dentist. Is That's that his right. superpower?
1: You could say, yeah. That is a superpower. He's a dang good dentist.
0: He's a damn good dentist. Yeah, he's a good dentist. Does he know it's a superpower? Do you think he ever analyzed it and said, one of the things I should do in life is be a dentist? You know,
1: uh, I don't think he, when he got started in dentistry, it wasn't a superpower. He wanted to do something else. Mm. Um, he knew he was good with his hands and he did sculpture and stuff in college, mm. but he went after it and he got great grades. Um, I think he was in the 90, what is it, the 95%, the top 5% of his of his class in uh on all of his test scores. Um, and as a dentist, he grossed, oh, it was, it was more than a million a year, pretty much every year of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, a few, uh, between one and 2 million. Usually. And then
0: he just sold the business for he just sold the money.
1: business. Yeah. For around mm-hmm. a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so he's, he's a good dentist. That's his thing. Uh, but it didn't, I think, I think it was because he's, uh, it's more to do with his personality. Was he a happy dentist? Happy enough. I don't know. I'd have to. You'd
0: have to ask him. It you depends. think he would have been happier making money as a sculpturer? He might be, but
1: uh, it has more to do with the personality trait that leads him to being a good dentist. You know, he's uh, he's kind of quiet. Mm. Um, he's definitely what you would call here uh, an individualizer. He he spent time spends time alone, and he's concentrated, and so he finds a task and he does it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Figures out everything about it, does that task well, and that's it.
0: Um, good skill set for a dentist.
1: Yeah, good for a dentist because you know you spend all day in, in people's mouths.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but good for a uh, good for a, uh, a scientist too probably. Probably
1: probably. if he had concentrated on something like that, similar field, mm. he might do well. So
0: probably not the best superpower for a coach. No, not as a coach. And maybe not as a teacher. Probably not no. Mm-hmm. So guess what? there are tons of teachers that shouldn't be teachers. Because nobody took the time to offer them an opportunity to understand what their superpower is. And by the way, no one ever came to me and told me what my superpower was ever. And that's where it gets really, really sketchy. When you don't have anybody helping you, you've got to make the decision that says, I want to know what my superpower is. And then I want to craft my life around playing to my superpower. So how do you do it? I've given you three opportunities right now. Go to high5test.com. Go to gallopstrengthcenter.com or email me at mmonero at cff nationwide and ask me that tell me that you subscribed and ask me that you uh, want the predictive index. By the way, I have absolutely no connection to any of these companies. I don't make one nickel. They don't know that I'm recommending them. I'm yeah. only doing it to help you start to figure out what your superpower is. I want to s- go back to this concept of once we know what the superpower is, how do we play to it? Because What if you just have to make money? you got to pay the bills, and so you got to forego your superpower. Do you have any suggestions to someone on what they would do there? I can talk about my experience.
1: I have things that I want to work on. I have projects. Um, At the same time, I have to make money, and I have to live. I come here. I start working. I could do what I think you expect me to do, but I stop myself, and I say, wait a minute. Is there something that I know how to do better that would make you more money and would be more valuable to you? And if I do that, I'm going to be happier because mm. I feel fulfilled. What I'm doing is good. I produce good work and it feels good to produce good work. And then you're happy because I'm giving you something you didn't even know you needed. So I think there's something you've got that you can offer to make it better.
0: Oh, dude, that's really strong. I'm going to finish on that. But when, but before we get to finish, I want the audience to understand what you're doing, because one of your superpowers is as a designer. And you have designed a product. What do you call your product? The sim panel. The sim. The sim panel. S-I-M panel. Sim panel. Simpanelco.com. And people should go to that YouTube. You should they should look up. Is it simpanel on Simpanelco.com? YouTube? Simpanelco.com. Um I'm not sure it's on YouTube. We haven't. Oh dude, you gotta covered. put that bad boy up on YouTube. Because yeah. I saw it on social too. So Preston has manufactured a panel system that builds homes. That's right. But you don't have to build a home. You can build a warehouse with it. I mean there's a lot of totally things you can build with it. But it's the most unbelievable thing. Once you lay the foundation and then you put this steel um what do you call the steel stuff? Steel track. Steel it's track. The U track along the bottom. Y- you can begin to insert these panels into the track that screw together. That's and it. the panels can then easily be cut to wire electrical actually electrical is already in the panel. Yeah, yeah,
1: so there's pre-cut chases for the for the electrical and it also has steel framing. So you slide in a panel, then you slide in a vertical uh stud and then you slide in another panel, just go around the entire structure and you're done. There's you're, no measuring. there's not a lot of cutting, there's not a lot of working with it. Two days you can get a house done with uh, with three guys.
0: No I want you to understand what he just said. He has designed a system that within three days you do all
1: the walls for the house the insulation, the structure, the the plumbing,
0: the, the electrical
1: yeah you, you get all that in there just with a few workers in a few days.
0: And what he's done is he's made this system so simple, sim panel. That the workers don't have to be overly skilled. You you have built it so you could literally hire day laborers on the corner totally. at the gas station. One guy running the team, day laborers. And the rest are day laborers. That's right. So for 10 or $11 an hour, you can get guys that install these panels. Then you need the trades to come in and do some pulling of electrical and plumbing electrical, and stuff. Electrical, plumbing, all that. Yeah. yeah, but the majority is, give me the timeline on how long it takes to build a house again in your system. Yeah,
1: so with our system, we're projecting some two, three weeks from the time the foundation is finished port uh, to the time you can put the
0: for sale sign on the front. Two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. That's unbelievable because you have inventory and you're working on a deal overseas right now. That's and correct. if that deal goes, SIM panels will be shipped where?
1: Uh, right now we'll be going to Africa. We're looking at projects in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. because of the hurricane. And then of course we have our projects here. In Dallas,
0: right, which you own property.
1: That's correct. We are starting off with five lots, and yep. we're going to build those. Um, we should have the first house done by December this year, mm. and then, and then once those ones sell, we're just going to pump them out.
0: Those become your model homes. That's basically. correct. Those become the the beta test or the the sort of guinea pig to show the world that this product works. That's right. And you'll film all of that. Totally. From so start to it, finish,
1: we'll we'll get time lapses. We'll yep. shoot as we go. We'll yep. talk about every single step.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you, we started the show with one of my superpowers, which is knowing I can smell a transaction and I can smell how much money there is to be made on it. I have a superpower of that. And I'm telling you, SimPanel is going to work. I just the problem of trades is so extreme, especially in a great economy like we're in right now, that SimPanel is an answer to a big problem. I know that panel is going to work. Your challenge is obviously scale. Your challenge is awareness and exposure and marketing. How get do people to begin people. to know about you and all that stuff. But once you get those houses built, it's going to, I'm, I'm telling you, I know it is going to steamroll. Oh, yeah. No, we've done the math. It's going to work. Yeah, I know. And and that's one of the things I appreciate the most. Although you do video production for us, you really have a a knack, a superpower of seeing the future and being able to put structure to complete it. I've watched you do it in my office, too. It's a superpower of yours. Let's get back to, as we finish the show, let's get back to the concept of how, once we know that we have the superpower, how do we make sure that we only play to our superpower and we avoid the problem of the people around us telling us that we are selfish, that we don't have enough misery in our lives, that we're happy all the time, that they can't be as happy as we are. And I think what you said earlier is the case. When you play to your superpower, you make others around you happier. You make me happier. I've had to learn from you though. I've had to learn that throwing noodles on the ceiling with videos and stuff like that is not the way to go. No. To take our time, to do it in high quality, to scope it out, to storyboard it, to script it, to think it through, and then pull the trigger and execute on it. But what you have to do is explain to the people around you That when you're playing to your superpower, you are happier and you are more satisfied. And therefore, when you're happier and more satisfied, you will be better to them. That's the way you sell your superpower to the people that are fighting you about playing to your superpower. Explain to them, if I'm happier... I'm better to you. I'm a better father. I'm a better wife. I'm a better husband. I'm a better friend. I'm a better worker. I'm a better boss. When I get to do the stuff that I want to do because I want to do it because I know I'm great at it, that's how you make more money, man. You got to get out of the gutter of playing to the crap that doesn't work, playing to the naysayers, playing to appease people, and start playing to your superpower. I gave you value here. If you're in your twenties or your thirties or your forties or your fifties or your sixties, I gave you sources on today's show that will help you figure out your top five attributes of your superpower. If you take the test and you understand yourself and you put, you put your effort and your energy towards these top five things, you will make more money. Would you agree with that? 100%. I want to thank everybody for jumping on the podcast. You know we drop episodes on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We need more subscribers. I ask you to share it. I ask you to tell your friends about it. I ask you to like it. I ask you to review it because those reviews, those comments, it's fuel for us, man. It keeps us going. We don't charge you a dime for this thing. The only thing I'm going to ask is down the road, I'm going to ask you to buy a $26 book on Amazon. And that's on March 20th when my book, You Need More Money, comes out. So I appreciate everybody being on the show. Again, please do us a favor. Like, share, comment, review on iTunes and Stitcher. Until the next time we talk, I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.